Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome back to Fucking Socks, the podcast, episode 136. Today on the show, a new scam is being done by illegals, and it's costing American citizens big bucks. Then we have a very funny fat section in this week's Cringe of the Week you're not going to want to miss. Then in Urban Decay, there's a new drug called Goofballs that's probably going to be infecting a city near you. And you also won't believe what this lady had stolen from her house. And last but not least, the twinkification of American men continues this time at the Golden Globe Awards. All this and more is Fluckus Talks, the podcast, episode 136, ranked the best new podcast of all time. Because words are just words until action actually starts. And actions speak louder than words, but at the same time, words speak louder than actions because sometimes it's the right thing to do. Very cool. Very cool. It's Fluckus Talks, the podcast, featuring Richard Grab Richard. All right, one for one on the intro, as always. Guys, traditional media is crumbling. Why? Because they're hiding something very, very big. People are realizing they're being lied to by institutions they once thought they could trust, but not you. You guys have known the truth all along. With that truth comes the realization that the best time to prepare for what's coming is right now. And the first step in that preparation process is going to my website, preparewithfleckus.com. There you'll save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for emergencies. Yours should be next. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging, their delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories daily. Eat right when things go wrong with a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. With $200 in savings, you can get enough for each person in your family who deserves this protection. Go to preparewithfleckus.com today and get yours. That's preparewithfleckus.com and any orders received before 3 p.m. today will be sent out for same-day shipping. Preparewithfleckus.com is the website. Everything is linked in the description. Now is the time to prepare for what's coming. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Let's get into housekeeping. All right. Thank you to My Patriot Supply. Thank you, My Patriot Supply. You know with what's coming. Yo, it's right around the corner. You're going to want the food. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're going to say, oh, no more power. Everything's shut down. And you're going to go, oh, how do I Uber Eats? Yep. Well, go to the grocery store. Oh, there's a line and there's no money and you can't pay for anything and all the food's gone and everything's looted and there's like these cartels now with guns and if you have something of value, they rob you. 
Just stay in the house and eat my Patriot Supply. <laughs> All right. We have a very important housekeeping this week, believe it or not. But I, th- I have a feeling we're starting with some bullshit. Is that, well, it's is not, that true? We're, we're, we're going to start with some Awuga maxing. Okay. We need to follow up. We have a little bit of a follow up. Obviously, last episode, we spoke about how it's now the time to be Awuga maximalist. Mm-hmm. If you see a girl, Awuga, humana, humana, humana. Exactly. That kind of stuff. And then you had a good point um, before we get into the clip. Well, uh, you know, somebody said we talked, we covered those African migrants who were talking about rape and they didn't even, they were like, oh, they could make a sound. They didn't even understand why raping someone was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a wo- technically a woogamaxing yeah. gone too far. Almost, but yeah. I think it was a woogamaxing mixed with henchman maxing. Can't do that. So you never mix those two. You can't right? mix the two. You have to pick one or the other. If you mix the two, you're going to commit a crime. Yeah. <laughs> Get bad <laughs> quick. So we do have a clip for a Wuga maxing. Here's an example of what we all should be doing. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Girls love that. They'll approach you. They'll know you like her. Exactly. It's easy. <laughs> um, obviously, with the Wuga maxing, the overarching theme is it's anti-twink behavior. Yeah. At a time where being a twink is artificially encouraged by the witches that subvert this realm through Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but you're with me. A little bit. Was, you're, yeah. you're directionally correct. Um, I'm in the ballpark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so there was a clip the other night from the Golden Globes where Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, go ahead. Pronounce the and, T. Go ahead. And Kylie Jenner. Yeah. They're kissing. And here's like a little moment they had that was on TV. But look what's going on here. Looking at this, wouldn't you agree that the girl is the guy and the guy is the girl. Yeah. Like he's sitting there and she's like touching his necklace and he's just like looking up into her eyes and she's kind of in the in control and like touching him or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the body language is flipped at least. And bigger picture, obviously, with Hollywood, they're encouraging women to be more like men. Okay. Right? Yeah. And that allows for less strong families. Be- mm. And basically, they're like trying to sacrifice good women into the slut birth control fried brain agenda. For sure. For That's sure. That's kind of how I see and it. And then men are are relegated to the Phil Dunphy role. The yeah. bumbling idiot like who can't get anything right and he's not the leader of the family. And or that- Yeah, you're either the bumbling idiot like Phil Dunphy or you're a straight homosexual. Yeah. And then also, obviously, everyone's being encouraged to take birth control so you can act like a man and be a slut and not have you know reper- repercussions for your actions. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you do that and you take birth control, it makes you attracted to weaker men. So a lot of times girls will be on birth control. They'll marry somebody. They'll get off birth control to have a child. And then they'll kind of be like, damn, what am I doing? I'm with some manlet bitch boy. This guy doesn't smell right to my primal yeah. instinct that has been previously suppressed. And then if you keep going and you stay married, now you have like a weak family unit that's kind of destined for failure. And then future generations that come from that family unit will see what their parents had and be like, oh, I don't want to get stuck into a marriage like that. Because obviously something was up because the woman was the leader because the man was weak and should have never been married in the first place. Okay. Okay. Does that? Yeah, it's all it's all uh, directionally correct. But what was the witches and warlocks part of the Hollywood thing? The like, Jenners I, this are seems witch- like birth control and then like women and like media. I don't think there was a witch ever. But there, there was the uh, kissing Timothy Chalamet. Okay, all right, that uh, was the all witch. Right. All right, <laughs> the one that made their dad become a lady too. Yeah, 
that was one of the witch sacrifices. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're back. Uh, a little bit. So I found a tweet um, that was kind of like a meme that kind of falls in line with what we just said. A 71-year-old guy, he said, I'm 71 years old. To see a girl in her panties took at least five dates when I was growing up. I'm scrolling down my phone, and there's just... And it's there for free. I love this world. And it's just like some girl thirst trapping in her panties. Yep. So we have a girl. And then we have the girls acting like men, like we Mm -hmm. said. So basically, we have our straight women acting like men. Our straight men are acting like gays. And then our gays are becoming trans. Yeah. Everybody moves over one rung and uh, the world keeps moving. I actually had a theory. Are we going to talk about this at all? I had a theory that gay men have contributed to the promiscuity of women. Go ahead. Well, it's just a theory. <laughs> I'll hear that. I'm listening. That's, well, that's just the gist of it. It's nice to have a podcast you can just fire from the hip and kind of get a theory out there without needing too much proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I think, you know, gay culture in, in terms of we've always talked about how gay men have the governors off and it's just fucking each other, circuit parties, dog has monkey pox, all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, match on Grinder, and one day you bring up two dates to the secure floor in, in Barcelona or yeah, wherever yeah, that. Yeah, 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 So I, I think gay guys have had a negative impact on women and just kind of said both through media and interpersonal relationships, like, yeah, fuck him, do it, you know? Yeah, And yeah. then in the We're media- We're getting you laid tonight. Exactly. Like they're giving like the male brain to their girlfriend who's straight, and then she thinks like, oh, these gay guys, they're my friends, they have advice, and then all the gay guys want to do is like constantly fucking suck. Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to get that on the books. I'm sure somebody else has said that too once upon a time, but I was thinking about it. Heard it here first. Yeah. At least on the show. Most recently here first. You heard it here most recently first. Um, and obviously, I have a little thesis, too. I want to get on the record. Let him I think this is affecting other animals, too, and it's being promoted via other species. This is at the zoo. They said, oh, this, the meme says, visit the zoo. It'll be fun, they said. Look what they're doing. These are two male polar bears. Tonguing each other down. Tonguing each other down. Disgusting. So you can't go to the zoo anymore because of LGBT. Because of woke. And this, this is actually making the case for it's something chemical. Yeah. It's in the water. They can't groom these polar bears into tonguing each other down. So there might be something in the water that's making the polar bears gay. All right. Or maybe they signed a deal with Coca-Cola. We're really firing from the hip today. That was a loose. <laughs> Accusations and, <laughs> and theories. I don't even know if that's gay if they just lick, you know. it's That might not even be a two guys. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's page one of housekeeping. That's loose. why I said, that's why I said we might be starting with some schizo shit. Loose but. accusations, witches and warlocks. Yeah. But we're moving on to page two. Men are still men in other parts of the world where there are less chemicals and bankers and witches. Okay. Um, there's this guy in Indonesia. Look how he gets the honey. There's a honey in the tree. Look what he does. Barefoot, climbs all the way up. He walks up the tree barefoot. And now he gets close to the hive. I'm sure he's getting stung. He's got the smoke to keep him calm. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, guys. No harness in sight. Starts cutting it off. So he cuts it off and gets the honey. Yeah. Um, I don't relate to this at all. This phenotype, that type of guy, internationally speaking, I don't relate to this at all. <laughs> little like Indonesian Who Asian. climbs the tree to get to the bees one time. <laughs> Who walks up the tree and doesn't care. He's getting stung by bees and has no fear of heights. I, I like what the white people did better, where you basically find a queen bee, you put it in a box, 
Mm-hmm. All the other bees come. You get free honey wherever you want. You throw on the little anti-bee sting costume, and you have honey for life. No tree, no risk. No needing to find, oh, there's a there's a nest. Let's climb up and then just eat the honey. It's not like you're even profiting. Or it's, it's gold or something where it's so rare that you're making money. It's mm-hmm. like- Risk your life for what? A little sweet? $12 of honey? Yeah. So I don't relate to that at all. But still, men being men can't deny that. For sure. I like that a lot better than the twink stuff. Cool. All right. Speaking of feet on trees. <laughs> okay. You know how I connect it. Let it rip. Let's get it. Get off this tree. Get off. Get off this tree. Get off this tree. And you see how my feet clear the trees of these pestilent lantern flies? No chemicals necessary. But everybody's afraid to activate their feet. So I guess this tree's going to keep on suffering if I'm not here. What a shame. They're invasive. All right. That's next level grounding. That's grounding 3.0. Okay. Okay. I don't believe in shit like that, but what you got those, that's how you get them off. <laughs> it's one way. It's one way. Oh, uh, okay. Let's move on. We have a very important housekeeping really quick before we move on. Make sure you guys use this opportunity to tickle this post. Help us juice the algo. Like the video. Leave a comment. Leave a comment again. And then start talking about what you want to talk about. Notifications need to be on. And last but not least, send us something to the P.O. Box. No, I'm done. I'm done asking for the P.O. Box. <laughs> Well, we're we're in a lull. Let's let's relax. Let's chill on the PO unless box. Unless it's really good. All unless right? you got something really special. We've just been getting so much stuff that it's like so hard to even keep track of it all. And we have all these like rooms of things. Yeah. Um, but, but thank we, you. But it's, we're it, so grateful. Yeah, obviously. And we stopped getting candy too. People yeah. know that we're not poisoning ourselves anymore. Exactly. All right, let's get back to more important stuff. Uh, the guy who jumped at the judge last week in Urban Decay. Remember him? Yeah. Uh, he said, fuck that. And he jumped over and started beating up the old lady. Thus immediately vindicating the judge for issuing him a harsh sentence. It's like, oh, okay. I'm instantly right. You're <laughs> lunging at me in court. Okay. How is that going to play out? You should get put to death for that. Yeah. Well, he's getting the Hannibal Lecter treatment now. Yeah. Here he is. Two henchmen around him, plus the handcuff things and the spit mask. So, uh. You got the little baby gloves. We'll see you in county, brother. Yeah. That's what you get. All right, moving on to even more important stuff. Uh, there's an Epstein doc update. Apparently, there's videos of uh, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, and who's the other guy? Richard Branson. Richard Branson uh, having sexual encounters with underage people. Yeah. Do you think uh, Epstein was giving it away for free? Yeah, that was the whole operation. People are showing this and saying this like, oh, we got him. This is huge. It's like that's what the whole operation was. It was a Mossad Israel blackmail operation done on the island and everyone got caught up in it. Yeah. And there was an article. That's what I thought. That's what I long thought. That's what everyone knew. And there was an article the Daily Mail put out. Can you read that? It said high-end sex ring in Boston and D.C. areas was honeypot schemed by Russia, China, South Korea, or even Israel to ensnare U.S. officials, intelligence experts believe. Even Israel. Maybe. Oh, it was? No way. Even Israel, maybe. That's who's doing the whole time. (laughs) That's their whole MO. That's that's what they do. Rings true to me. Yeah, or even Israel. It's like, all right, they got their tentacles into the Daily Mail, too. Yeah, List us us last after an oar. Cast some doubt. Yeah, cast some doubt. List us last after an oar. Uh, so yeah, you got to be careful, especially if you're like a PragerU influencer. Going, taking that free trip to Israel. Taking that free trip to Israel and you get there now. Who is this? Who paid for this? What's this organization I've never heard of? Oh, they're yeah. offering me to go to Israel? Sure. 
Oh, there's a girl who really likes me here. Yeah. You got it on camera now. You're in trouble. Yep. Uh, that's what it, the, the PragerU influencer is going to Israel. Yeah. Iowa. The Iowa caucus is this week. Pretty important event, right? Is that what it is? The Iowa caucus? Yeah. Like that's now for like the next few week or so. Yeah. And people are going to Israel. It's 2024. What are you doing in Israel? Yeah. We have, an, we have our own election. Yeah. We got some pretty big things cooking up. Yeah. So now's not the time. I don't get it, but yeah. you know we're not we're not throwing stones. No, no. But it's just stupid to go to Israel right now, and it's also stupid to be so pro-Israel. It's gay. Yeah, All I right. agree. Let's move on. Uh, another example of why I hate streamers: Jack Doherty. Uh, here's a clip. Go. He walks around instigating with people, hoping his security will bail him out. And what does the security do? Immediately bail him out. So the kid's a pussy. Of course he is. He's obviously. the worst. He's the yeah. worst. It's like when remember when he's Doug, the guy who sent his girlfriend's chain to space, right? Yeah, that was crazy. High level content. He knows Rizzy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So these types. Remember when Justin Bieber got really famous, and then he kind of like stayed the same age maturity wise. Because he never had to grow up because however he acted was always okay. And yeah. he always had someone bailing him out. Yeah. Like that's obviously what's happening with these streamer types too. They become stunted and stuck in a time. And then they have to like keep doing what they did to get them there. And the things they do to get them there were like be stupid and viral and embarrassing and antisocial. Um, but the whole point of this, the reason why I bring it up is it's an election year. Mm -hmm. We have to be strong. We need to become unpinnable. Yeah. So if this happens to you, you can knock out the guy and his security. Ooh. His security's not even big. I know. He's, he's just, just a, one guy. He's a big black guy with like a purse. Yeah. That's my favorite type. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite type. Uh, so yeah, become unpinnable. So when you get, um, someone attempts to humiliate you, they get reverse humiliated themselves. Smart. They try to house call you, you reverse house call them. All right, let's move on. We are on our third page of housekeeping. We're going to our immigration section. A new scam done by illegals just dropped. I'll let you read it. But basically what they're doing is they're jumping out in front of your car while you're driving slow. And then they sue you and they have lawyers that help them. It's like the oldest trick in the book, right? Yeah. Get, fake an auto accident. They do basically. that in China. So Viral News NYC said update from Flatbush and Marine Park, Brooklyn. Uh, I reported on this the other day. It looks like more people have experienced this scam. The other day, someone from that area told me migrants were jumping in front of cars trying to catch a lawsuit with fake claims of them getting hit by car. They asked the driver of the car for cash or they will sue. Migrants are getting desperate, obviously, right? You want me to read some of the whole thing? It's a user testimony of some guy who went through it. Go a little bit more, yeah. Uh, I've been told and experienced it uh, that the new thing migrants are doing is throwing themselves towards moving vehicles. They bounce off the side of your car, hit the floor, go to the hospital, get a lawyer and sue you. Yes, an easy payday. Welcome to America. Cha-ching. Last week on Avenue T, one migrant came so close to my car that to avoid him, I almost got into a head-on collision. So they're they're vibrant, they're culturally vibrant, and they're immediately contributing to the uh, lawyer fees of America. So <laughs> yeah. fitting in great, right? Yeah. The litigious aspect of American culture. Which is one of the worst aspects of American culture. They're immediately jumping in on it. Yeah, exactly. 
And it's a great opportunity for the U.S. to prioritize third worlders over our own citizens with these scams that are allowed to happen with all these people who are here with no means to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also saw it with Daniel Penny as well. Um, yeah, the guy who we Bay, Bay Ridge man, Mohammed Izzedine, you yeah. know, who uh, raped someone and robbed him by knife point. Yeah, yeah, he. Uh, he was immediately released. So he's released without bail now. And Daniel Penny, who yeah. put that homeless felon in the fatal chokehold to stop him from attacking people on the New York train, he, his bail was 200K. So, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Daniel Penny, $200,000 bond. The guy from some Middle Eastern country, Mohammed, whatever, who raped someone at knife point and robbed them. Let's he get him gets back out, out there. He gets back out on the street. Yeah. Just in case he's got a couple more reps in him. Yeah. That's what they do. Uh, but there is good news. Um, the illegals are getting a part of the American experience. Mm-hmm. California state health insurance to cover sex changes for illegal immigrants. Yeah. So we reported on we reported on it last week that they uh, they're getting the free health care like Medi-Cal or whatever California yeah. state version is, which includes sex change. So, I mean, George Soros, the globalists, whoever. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is huge for them. This is a dunk. This is right in our faces. This is kind of like flaunting darkest before the dawn moment. And uh, I don't know if it's going to get light, but illegal immigrant sex changes in America. That's like a huge dub for them. And taxpayers pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not free. It's taxpayer funded sex changes for illegal immigrants. It's like if you tried to make like an ad libs or something or do like the worst sentence you could think of yeah. it's like that's like cards against humanity somebody makes it up they go <laughs> oh illegal even, immigrants and sex changes for free you can't even get that far like you no one would ever believe that that would be real they would go all right that's not it maybe yeah. free health care for illegals and it's like free sex changes for illegals tell that to someone in 1980 they'll fucking explode what are you talking yeah. about what are you fucking saying man do we go to war do we lose a war <laughs> it's an absolute victory lap yeah Um, So we have a lot of uh, African migrants here, people from Congo and countries like that. Guinea is Guinea's Guinea's a big one that's popping up. And uh, a lot of them are mad and complaining that they're being treated worse than pets. That's with a quote. Can you read the headline and the response? Yeah. Pets are treated better than us. Migrants who spent life savings traveling from Africa to NYC complain they've been sold a dream by Hollywood. But the American dream isn't like the movies. And basically... The entire gist of this article is that hundreds of people who are mostly young and middle-aged men from Africa just have to wait around and loiter in New York City because they were hoping for a place to sleep and they were mm-hmm. they were hoping to be assigned shelter. But when that doesn't work out, they spent like seven grand to get here from Guinea. And now they're saying like, oh, the dogs are treated better than us. They're treated like dogs because they're having the mandatory sex surgeries where they cut their balls off. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, but they're they're treated like dogs because nobody gave them a free house. Nobody gave them a free place to stay. They go, I got to New York. What should have happened? I should be taken care of here. This is America, right? It's supposed to be an Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah, exactly. And this guy's from the Congo, and he goes, it's like prison here, he said, speaking French. It's negligence. We have no access to food, toilets, or anything. Animals live better here. Pets in the street are treated better than us. And it's like, uh, what? 
People the, like pets. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, someone bought them. Someone brought them. They're supposed to be here. Yeah. Um, and then so this guy, what shocked me most about this, when asked uh, how he felt thinking of his family back in Congo, Landry said, I cry uh, and think, why did I do this? But it's too late. I spent my life savings coming here now and I can't get a job. What can I do? So he has a son and a wife in Congo who he just left and abandoned what, with the sole intent of being able to send money back or something? So uh, he's not looking to like, well, obviously he wants them to come here too and get a job and live in this dream world where he's like a needed member of society. But it's like leaving your family behind and coming to America to just live in squalor. Mm. And your number one plan is to send, suck American dollars out of our local economy and send it to the Congo. It's like, bravo, man. But uh, any adults in the room want to stop this? Yeah. Because that's not great for us. He's on my home invasion fantasy draft team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's an early pick for yeah. home invaders. Get this guy a signal jammer. He'll but be I'll, up and running soon. Exactly. Yeah. So these Africans are mad that Americans aren't doing enough for them. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's what they're used to. Well, they, they expected the land of milk and honey or something. I don't know. Yeah. And Africa obviously isn't known for its ingenuity or its innovation. No, of course not. Uh, here's, a, here's a bridge in Congo. Here's what it looks like. Here she's crossing. Let's see if she gets it. Hey! Oh, nope. Oh, 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 you lost bummer. all your stuff, too. Bummer. And uh, somebody somebody tweeted, Africa Hub tweeted, the world has failed the people of Democratic Republic of Congo. There are no developments due to the massive exploitation of the country. It's like, well, what are you talking about? Build a bridge. This is a bridge. This should, this could take two men, like two or three men could get this done. In like a week. And my favorite thing is they attempted this bridge. And the attempt was two sticks. <laughs> you thought that was going to work? Uh, uh, and, and someone else tweeted something about it, too. Well, this is kind of like, I don't know, these people, they come here and they have this mentality that I guess doesn't exist in America because, I mean, yeah, here, I'll just read it. It says, the issue is uh, that when no one can pay you or is willing to, who's going to build a bridge? Especially when people likely don't have the skills to regardless. Sure, a bridge there could make money, but if the government won't pay, the people can't pay, who will? It's like a capable man in town. Doesn't the bridge, isn't there a town? Does, doesn't the town have like some sort of collective? Doesn't the collective think, oh, a bridge would be great here. Who Let's uses do this bridge every day and like a bunch of hands go up? We could knock this out in two days, but what no one will we, pay. Yeah. No one will pay you. What if we never had to get wet again? Yeah, it's like a weird dynamic where if you're not getting paid for it, even though it provides value, nobody will do it. Mm -hmm. And so I, I really don't want to see that type of mentality show up at the Southern border and say, I need asylum because the Congo is such a piece of shit, right? I need money. I need spending money. Yeah. I need pocket money. Pocket money. And we've seen other examples of this too. This guy built a sun-dried tomato uh, thing for this. Yeah. He said the African bridge discourse reminds me of my time in Africa as a young man. I learned that 60% of the tomato harvest went to spoil each year. So I built an air dryer out of simple village materials and made huge, huge batches of sun-dried tomato pesto that year to give away. So and I saw yeah. a problem and he fixed it, right? And everyone in the town was using it and it was great. Um, and people were trading and it was nice. And then he said he checked in a year later and the sun-dried tomato machine was just ripped apart for scraps, the wood and the metal, and they didn't have it anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, these type of people that don't provide value to their own local, hyper-local community 
I don't see what type of value they can bring to America. And I, I think that's like a totally normal and rational thing to say. And some people might get like, oh, mad at you or something. And it's like, you kind of need a little proof of work ethic, proof of whatever to get into America, obviously. Exactly. And we have a lot of these types coming here. Like you said, at this point, the Biden administration has 12 million encounters which is more than the last three presidential terms combined. That's actually, well, we can expect over 12 million. Part of that's a projection. So a three-year total is 8.7 million. So that's like on par. So just yeah. to check you a little bit. But- um, We're honest here cr on the show. Crazy numbers, right? And, uh, you know, we just missed the, uh, the one year or three-year anniversary of January 6th. And that was an insurrection. But yeah. what's happening at the border, that's like nothing. That's no, it's not even a crisis. Exactly. Everyone's focused on January 6th. That's the more important thing. Some people walked around in a lobby for a while. All the Congress people left. Uh, but the border, that's nothing. Exactly. That was an insurrection. Border's nothing. Just remember that. There was a M MSNBC host, I believe, um, who did a January 6th coverage, and he was crying on it. Look at this. He's talking to the CIA guy. I'm going to try to get through this. Um Thank you for what you did three years ago today. Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. So he starts crying. Unbelievable. His lip quiver. It's good acting. Thank you. And then the CIA guy's got to play his part, too. <laughs> um, my favorite thing about this is, like, clearly, and uh, are we going to play some of the Joe Biden stuff? Yeah, yeah. You want me to play the speech really quick? Yep. Here's where, here's where he brags. about One desperate act available to him. The violence of January the 6th. And since that day, more than 1,200 people have been charged for their assault on the Capitol. Nearly 900 of them have been convicted or pled guilty. Collectively, to date, they have been sentenced to more than 840 years in prison. So he's proud that they basically got almost 900 years of combined sentences for January 6th, American citizens, the most patriotic people in America. And then we have an open border for all these migrants who come here and have no American values and commit crimes. And here's the thing, too. It's like Joe Biden is doing this. They always bring out Joe Biden when it's time to do January 6th stuff. He mm -hmm. loves no, – and he was tweeting. The people who run his account were tweeting a lot this weekend on the anniversary. Um and so they've kind of gone with this angle of they assume Trump's going to be the nominee. And so they're going with the 9-11-ification of January 6th. Like they want to make that seem like as if it's like the biggest, most important date in human history. Mm -hmm. And it's just so fascinating when, like we said last week, people who voted for Donald Trump in 2016 because of his immigration rhetoric. Now Biden's move is to not do anything about immigration. Obviously, it's at the worst point it's ever been, but then make a molehill or a mountain out of a molehill that is January 6th. So it's yeah. like, it's a very interesting playbook. Let's see how it works out without stealing an election, right? Yeah, exactly. And all the show watchers know what's really going on. Obviously, there's a huge difference in how the protesters were treated for people who did January 6th and people who were doing the George Floyd riots mm -hmm. in New York. There's an alternative point made here where the guy says he's giving his money to Hamas or whatever. Palestine, yeah. Palestine. But it says here, the city of New York has paid me and 300 others $24,000 each 
for beating us and detaining us without rights in the Bronx during 2020 George Floyd rebellion. He calls that the rebellion. The rebellion. Yeah. So I'm sure he calls January 6th an insurrection, but that's a rebellion. And I don't know. Yeah. So New York City, 300 people from like a protest got $24,000 each. That's taking care of your boys. Yeah. They, they got, that's henchman pay. That's 24K is, is approximately henchman pay. That's almost boss. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Um, and so obviously with this, you know, we, we've seen the Palestinian types and the Hamas types blocking off highways, fucking around. They don't have a job to go to. Right. Um, but it's, they're one in the same BLM and Hamas. He immediately took his BLM money and gave it to Hamas. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's, it's one single thing and it's like left wing globalism. Right. Yep. And then also all those people who gotten, you know, arrested or whatever by the NYPD, they had lawyers Ready to go. These guys didn't figure out themselves. Yeah, they didn't they had get- all those lawyers ready to go and they all got them 24K each. So Absolutely. when the next protest comes around, you know they're going to be out and taken care of. Yep. So all this January 6th talk is obviously making Joe Biden tired. They have yeah. to give him all these pills and concoctions to keep him awake. And Joe Biden, uh, now they have a new technique. When he gives a speech and doesn't know where to go at the end, they send Dr. Jill out, who he still recognizes. Yeah, barely, barely. <laughs> Who's this? That might change. Who's this lady? But and now she walks him off. Look at she immediately grabs his hand, walks him off. Literally grabs his hand, and now he's like, "Where do we go?" Yeah, and she has to pull him all the way out of eyesight. There were one too many Joe Biden Roomba moments where he just fucking like spun around, looked. So now they got Dr. Jill in, and then here he is after the drugs wear off. After he delivers his January sixth speech, which is basically the only thing he had to do for like the month. Right. Mm-hmm. Deliver a good January sex speech. And here he is outside talking to the people you're not supposed to talk to. Yeah. We're just kind of standing there and waiting. Yeah. He's talking to them. He's in between the chopper and the truck and can't figure out, hey, I just got off the chopper. Time to go to the truck. And he's kind of making a joke to this guy and the guy is not laughing. The guy's like concerned, like, yo. Come get your boy. Yeah. Dr. Jill, come get your boy. Where do I go? Oh, I think he's somewhere over there probably. You just got <laughs> off the helicopter. The the, the, yeah. do- the door came down from the helicopter. There's like eight feet between you and the SUV. And he gets off and goes, now what? That's, yeah, a, that's like how a baby thinks. Yeah. That's a crazy spot to get lost. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's move on. All Last right. page of housekeeping. There was a vaccine nanny. There was a, this is a good, this could be uplifting. But there was a nanny who didn't get hired because she was vaccinated. I just got turned down for a nanny position because I had recently had my COVID and flu vaccine. That's the Travis Kelsey twofer, right? Yep. That he was promoting. Two once. Uh, because I had the vax. What the hell kind of world do we live in when people won't hire you because you take care of yourself and others as well? I wouldn't want to work for those people anyway because they, whatever. We don't need to yeah. hear the rest. But that's good to hear and know. And that's what we should be doing. We should be discriminating based on political views. Yeah, might as Big well. Time. It's happening to you for sure. So. Yeah. Exactly. And we don't want your spike proteins disrupting our endocrines and shedding on us. Yeah, you shedding witches. Shedding on my child. You witches and warlocks. Uh, but seriously, would you want your child to be group raised by a person who takes orders from pedophiles and got an experimental shot so they can go to a restaurant and eat seed oils and they're scared of Joe Biden? I think that's a recipe for getting longhoused. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> That's how you get a kid who hates you. All right, moving on. Last few things of housekeeping before we get into Cringe of the Week. Uh, Remember that person from last week's show who was doing the protest about the $500,000 beach that wasn't- Child's Park. They wanted to put a child's park where gay people were nude and that would cramp their style. Yes. It's a little monsters guy. 
Yeah. Someone sent us that. Yeah. That's a good point. Same look. All right. And last piece of housekeeping before we move on. Did you guys know it's pronounced buffet? <laughs> all right. Buffet is pronounced buffet. All right. Quit yapping. Um, all right, that's the end of housekeeping. We'll be on to cringe the week. Before we get there, we have a special message from our friends over at fleckustalks.com. Guys, if you're show watchers and you love the show, I promise you're going to like more show, which we offer 30-minute bonus land episodes after every Fleckus Talks the Podcast episode on fleckustalks.com. That's over four hours of exclusive content each month. It's not that expensive. It ends up being like seven-something a month, $7 and change a month. You guys spend money all kinds of places on Amazon, on Hulu, on Uber Eats. Why not throw a little money to the boys who are putting on the show that you like so much? You kind of have to, especially with where times and things are going. Yeah, <laughs> Things are going in a bad direction. It's good to support the people that make the content you like to watch. Or else, one day, if you don't, there might not be this show anymore and you'll be left to Netflix and CNN. Oh. We already lost Fox. Can't, <laughs> can't afford to lose more. So FlickusTalks.com is the website. Go there today and support the content creators that you actually like. Yeah. It's only seven something bucks a month. It's like the coffee now. All right, that's it. Cringe of the week. We have a great cringe of the week. We have a fat section. Want to yeah. start there? You should start it. You're fit to start that, right? I don't understand. Never mind. You know, let's just <laughs> that move must on. have been over my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't get the joke. It was a skinny joke. Oh, okay. You're so skinny. I have the right to make fun of these fatties. Well, you actually do because, because I'm we fit. acknowledge it and we don't yeah. pretend. Yeah, and we're fit. <laughs> we're saying for different reasons. I can make fun of them because I'm fat, and you're saying I can make fun of them. Because I'm saying I can acknowledge because I'm skinny. All right, let's just do it. All right, what fat do you want to singer. start? With? Let's start with the fat singer. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My grandma paid me by the pound. Said I should try to slim it down. Went to meetings with my mom less I ate, the more they applauded Being hungry made me feel so proud None of that rhymed. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad composition, I would say. None of it rhymed. Mm-hmm. Hey there, Fat Lila. What's <laughs> it like in New York City? Heard mom and grandma want to lose weight, so you become more pretty. Oh, boo-boo. <laughs> Times Square um, can't stand the sight of you. Yeah, yeah. I could keep going. You should keep going. Um, <laughs> I don't know no, the rest. Here's the thing, though. This girl, right? 
it was such an emotional toll that two generations of her family cared about her enough to like try to make an intervention. Right? And have like an uncomfortable conversation. It's like the opposite. Every grandma, mom taking you to meetings, trying to get you. They were like, okay, how happy should our kid be? And it's like, mm, okay, we want endless happiness, right? Mm -hmm. And then how happy can our kid be when she's brutally overweight? It's like you start to hit a ceiling, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, Especially mm -hmm. if you're seven, eight, ten years old, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so this is kind of like these types of fat, feel sorry for me, write a whole song in the stupid. Uh, this is like Forrest Gump's girlfriend singing in the nude, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, you know, she misses the point that everyone cared about her and tried to do it. And now it's like... Oh man, the, it has me such a fucked up relationship with food. It's like it, it's, you're still fat. It didn't work, right? You could have been way worse if they if you didn't diet at all as a kid. Yeah, and just look at the bright side. Everyone cared about you, right? And she's mad that her mom and grandma didn't let her do whatever she wanted as a kid. That's abuse. Yeah, abuse is not letting a child decide what to eat, when to eat it, how much to eat. Um, that's the abuse. They were going to pay you. They were going to pay. And you here, make money as a kid. No one ever makes money as a kid. And here's the lesson here too, for uh, parents out there, the pay to play didn't work. So don't try that. If you got a little fat kid and you really want to stop them. If you really want to stop them, I would recommend pretending to be poor. Yeah. And then just be like, Hey, this is all we have. We only have one rotisserie chicken and some, some carrots. We can't and, afford anything. And then you get Taco Bell <laughs> on the way home or whatever you want to <laughs> eat. eat in the pantry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't afford it. It's all we have. Yeah, so you can't buy your way out of a uh, fat kid, apparently. Yeah. And also, final thing to close this up, you know how we always say it's not good to make your looks your identity? Mm -hmm. and that's like for like those types of girls who just takes a million pictures of themselves on Instagram. Yeah, and, like, of course. Everything's about their butt or their face or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's the same for this, too. Like there is a thing where these like fat girls or ugly people, they try to make themselves an uglier and make that their identity. They buzz their head. They dye their hair. They make their appearance their identity. Even when it's not a good appearance, it goes both ways. Yeah, and if you if you can't, if you aren't capable of living up to one of the societal beauty standards or whatever standards, health standards, then you might as well fuck them all, right? Yeah. You might as well dump them all. Per shaved head, purple hair, nose ring. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with this. Yeah. This is what you want. And it's like, yo, buddy, this is your life. We just didn't want you to be a fat kid. Grandma was worried. Yep. You know? Exactly. There was a, uh, an influencer who had a crop top reenactment. I'm going to recreate this amazing Dove Cameron look in my size. I actually went out and just bought the exact same outfit from Savage X Fenty. Luckily, Savage is plus size friendly, so that was super easy. I did forget to film the pants. I then grabbed a pair of high heels because she was wearing high heels. And this is what it looked like when I was taking pictures. This is the final shot I got. And this is the side by side. I nailed it. Where's the thong peeking out over the hips? Mm, missed one little piece, huh? Would have liked to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like I recreated this for plus size. And all she says is thankfully they had fat fuck sizes. Yeah. So you didn't really do any work. You just bought the same outfit. Do you think the fat fuck size and the little person size are the same cost? Because it's twice certainly, the amount of no, cloth. No, certainly not. They, they, it has to be more. And that's how you get a peek at how much it really costs to make. Because yeah. I'm sure it's just a little more expensive. But it should be, it's twice the amount of cloth probably. Oh, you yeah. should have two. It should be a clean 2X. Yeah, absolutely. 2X, two times, not large. Um, and so this, when, when we were discussing this, I know this woman, right? Uh, she's on Instagram. Her comments, you should see the comment section. It's all hype. Everyone hypes her up. 
this lady gets brand deals, and I guarantee that was a brand deal, mm -hmm. uh, alerting people that the fat sizes are in for that brand, right? Um, which leads us, remember when we were talking the other day about how comedians, there's like a bell curve or yeah. not, even, not even a bell curve, but like a great comedian is great. They get paid. Yep. Good comedians get paid a little less. Average comedians, there's nowhere for them. Nowhere to go. It's a struggle. You can't get off the ground. And then horrible comedians, that's when it comes back. And you could be so bad that it's ironically good. And then you can make, you know, some manager will find you and be like, all right, we'll keep pumping out social media clips. Keep bombing, right? <laughs> it's the same for this. Yeah. If you're a 10 out of 10 model, you get the deal. Exactly. If you're an 8.9 beautiful skinny model, you don't really get that much. You get some, but not that if much. If you're average and don't really work out, you get nothing. No hope. If you're really, 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 really fat and pretend you work out, you get the keys to the palace. Exactly. The whole that world is yours. Endless brand deals and positive reinforcement from other delusional people online, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's a big part of it, too. It's the delusional circle, and it's like an implicit wink and a handshake. Hey, you be delusional on my comments. I'll be delusional in yours. Let's, let's get this uh, brand money, right? And there's an aspect to it, too, where this girl will see the comments, and everyone's like, oh, you look great. You're so confident. You're beautiful. This is really, really good. Nobody ever says, I want to be just like you, though. That's a good point. And then you get the other comments that are like, you're fat. The only reason you're getting this deal is because you're fat. Um, and then the girl thinks like, oh, there's competing realities. There's competing truths when there's not. There's just one side that's being like harshly true and then another side that's just lying. Yeah. And that's what like the thing is. It's like, oh, different strokes, different folks. People have different preferences. Mm. Actually, some people are lying. Some people here are lying. And the same can be said for the trans stuff. It's mm -hmm. like every, a lot of people just participate in the lie. Yeah. And uh, I, I will never be one of those, right? Yep. And then this is obviously dangerous because there's a lot of fat influencers who do this stuff and now are being dead. Yeah. The, being dead. <laughs> These four social media influencers were swept up by a movement that claims obesity is perfectly healthy. The tragic truth is that they've all died under the age of 45. And uh, I only know one of these. I only know the guy on the left. I used to see him on TikTok, but- Eating pig shit. Yeah, he was eating pig shit. He was always eating pig shit. And now he's dead. Yep. That's why you can't eat the poisons. Yep. Lululemon. Yes. We have some good news. Lululemon might be one of us. Well, this guy is a one of the founders of Lululemon, and he's no longer involved with the company, but he had some comments. He they said, already got him out. Yeah, they already got him. But he owns a lot of stock. He said, diversity, be honest. Some women are simply too fat to wear leggings, says Lululemon founder. <laughs> Current Lululemon's probably like, No! no! <laughs> Uh, do you have any other thing else no, to add from the? No, he said. I think the the through the this whole diversity and inclusion thing that they're trying to become like Gap, everything to everybody. And I think the definition of a brand is that you're not everything to everybody. You've got to be clear that you do not want certain customers coming in, which is true. I mean, Lululemon's for hotties. Yeah, it's not for pigs. You wear Lululemon sometimes. You have yeah, shorts. I'm wearing Lululemon shorts right now. It's pretty good. Yeah. And then that founder who says the truth and is maybe a show watcher based on what I'm hearing, <laughs> he said as a joke one time that uh, Lululemon, they made the name up just because they thought it would be funny when they heard Chinese people try to pronounce it. Yeah, it would be Ru -ru like Lululemon. They so, couldn't pronounce it. So maybe he's one of us. One of ours. Doing bits. <laughs> one of ours doing bits. Slightly racist. Yep. All right, let's move on to our next page of cringe. This could get some mixed opinions. The mini drill sergeant. Yeah, it's kind of a viral tweet. Uh, this is the tiny drill sergeant here. Uh, absolute five foot nothing, probably 4'11", little Hispanic woman 
trying to get in someone's face, a drill instructor. And this guy said, uh, my biggest worry about the draft would be that when confronted with this thing, I just uncontrollably laugh in its face. And there were a lot of angry tweeters. You'd, oh, she'd fold you up like a sourdough pretzel. Like, yeah, I, she says, jump, you jump. How high? Yeah. I don't, I don't. Um, and so, you know, we just wanted to weigh in and we kind of have a couple new criteria that we're learning how we evaluate uh, new information that comes out of the military, right? Exactly. So when it comes to the military, um, you have all these situations we've been faced with lately, a lot of the trans people, yeah. this individual, mm -hmm. the vaccine requirements. And I look at it from a new perspective. I say to myself, when China sees this, does China laugh or does China not laugh? Yeah. China laughs at that. China laughs. China laughs. China laughs. The transgenders, the people with the long hair and the dresses who used to be men who were like in charge of brigades, China laughs. And then the other piece is who would you rather have in the military? This person or a trans man? I don't even know. That's an absolute coin flip. They're making it close. They made it a close call. I, I, I hate the military. I know. It's getting bad. It's I getting greasy. Like it. People just people just sign up for a paycheck now. They, it's not like serving it. or like honor or anything. It's like making TikToks and like collecting a check and getting college paid for. Get, get a free college and yeah. you're the kid of illegal immigrants and you need a free college and you had you didn't barely went to high school. Yeah. I like the military. I like some. I like I, high level. I respect our veterans. I like high level, but it's been they it's one of the things where they decay an institution before your eyes mm -hmm. and they make you say oh you like the military well here's the military and it's all these trans people in the midget it's 20 twinks and a midget you like the military right and it's like and then you salute admiral <laughs> levine and you go <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> so that's what they're trying to do and it's working because i don't even like it anymore i have a different i have like a lesser opinion of the military yeah like, if there's like a guy in the military, like a, a normal guy, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, I'm in the military. I'm so-and-so, so-and-so. Cool. Thanks, man. Great. Love what you do. I appreciate it. Yeah. But once it gets into the twink shit, 85% of our military is transgender. I know. You keep saying that. <laughs> Completely made up. Keep saying yeah. it. All right. Let's move on to the trans person that wants to stab you to death. Which one is that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This <laughs> one. <laughs> You'll see. We have several of those. Yeah. I do wish death on transphobic people because they wish death on me and have caused death to many, many, many of my brothers and sisters in the trans community. I want to stab all of you to death as many times as I can. I want to stab you in the throat and twist it like I'm carving a fucking pumpkin. I want to shred you into tiny fucking pieces. I want to tear your fucking bones out from your goddamn body. I want to scoop your brains out with a fucking spoon. I want to eat your fucking flesh. All right. Yeah. FBI be like, January 6th. <laughs> FBI be like, what? Didn't see nothing. <laughs> yeah, or that person needs to get into our military. Yeah, let's we sign put, up. Yeah, we can find you some people to kill. We actually have an enrollment bonus if you join today. <laughs> yeah, that's not disqualifying at all. Um, but to recap, uh, language and misgendering is violence. Mm -hmm. Violence is violence. Yeah. You are justified to use violence to prevent violence. Exactly. So it's a one big circular thing. Yeah, exactly. So this person can attack you for what you might say. Oh, now they, thoughts. Now you yeah, even think it. Yeah. The more she, she's assuming that she knows what, or he is yeah, assuming. She. Yeah. <laughs> she. Lily yeah. is assuming that they know what you're going to say and it's hateful. So that's why I need to stab you and pull your bones out now. Yeah. Anything less than sucking them. 
<laughs> Anything less than sucking them is bigotry. Let's go to the lesbians um, who have problems with, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, don't. Just don't. A lot of lesbians, particularly cis lesbians, uh, initiate uh, flirting with other women is kind of through eye contact. Like, you could just tell in the eyes, like, oh, they're in you. Um, as an autistic trans woman, that doesn't work. Because for one, I need people to be very direct with me because I don't like to make assumptions about their intentions. The other is that, like, by default, most trans women have their walls up and are ready to brawl because... If a woman's staring at us, there's just this innate fear that they're gonna that they've like clocked us, and they're gonna say some turf bullshit, and we gotta like start throwing hands. So ah, first of all, cis lesbian. I thought cis meant straight. No, cis is just you know what cis means. Cis is their word for people who are in the right body, oh. in the right thing. Yeah. I thought cis men just meant men who like women. Nah. That's the point. They want to pervert it and add an extra layer that you don't Uh, need. Cis just means not a trans person. So all all my straight lesbian jokes are useless. (laughs) I start crossing (laughs) them out. Um, But yeah, three uh, three for three on some trans stereotypes here. Disdain for women. Absolute melting disdain just dripping off. Threats of violence. Of course. Thinking you pass and are owed sexual attention. Yeah. If someone clocks me, it's like, believe me. You got clocked. Everybody fucking knows. <laughs> when you walk into a room and they go, whoa. Yeah. So three then, for three. And then a little bonus. Oh, no, actually, it's four for four. A little autism bonus. Yeah, mental illness. Yeah. Uh, self-admitted mental illness. So just sprinkle, sprinkle it. It's <laughs> a perfect video. This Show this to your friends when you want to represent all four uh, like pillars of what these trans people are going through, right? Exactly. And then the willingness to fight at the drop of a hat. Oh, that, yeah. That's something you see in the uh, the urban youths Ooh. in urban decay. Are you drawing a parallel? The urban youth community. For sure. All right. Well, should we move on to, uh, let's move on to urban. You want to do the radical, how, how far are we? You want to do the radical support counselor? We could just kind of even let it play. Radical support counselor or gender clinic? What would you rather do? I, actually, I would rather do the gender clinic because it's a unique individual story that I, it's it's another thing. Thing we're gonna accuse, all right? And then we'll throw um, radical support counselor into bonus land. More reason to sign up at fuckustalks.com. Okay, cool. So this is some like gender clinic woman uh, Muppet talking to some uh, three other gender pro gender Muppets. And listen to this story, and then we're gonna tell you what we think happened. Um, but what? Just just listen. I will tell you about a situation that I had. I had a young child you know, probably about four or five assigned male at birth. Um, They went to an outside ER in the tri-state region um, because the child was having testicular pain. Testicular pain. They came into the ER in a a little dress, you know. Um, Parents were calling her whatever her chosen female name was. And they get back to the exam room, and they're so busy thinking the parents are abusing this child that they're sitting there trying to call children's services to take the family in because they're allowing their child to wear a dress. In the meantime, the testicular torsion is getting worse. I managed to get the child out of that situation into RER, um, and our urologist took them to surgery, but they did lose the testicle. So a kid lost a testicle boy because he was acting like a girl. Where, how do you think that came about? Yeah, so young child, four or five, she says, And my favorite thing is this woman acts like everyone was trying to stop this child from getting care. And she, the gender aware woman, came in, saved the day, got said, no, no, that's not abuse. That's nonsense. Let's get him into surgery. 
kid loses a testicle, right? And so what we're thinking is testicular torsion, it can happen. You know, that's kind of when your nuts get tangled, right? You got to go to the hospital. My nuts got twisted. I got to go to the hospital. Take me to the hospital, right? Pretty standard. You've done that before. You've taken me to the hospital. We got them unzapped really quick. And no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We have a joke. That is a bit I do, though. <laughs> we have a bit. There's a bit. Whenever Rapaway has any sort of like shot to the nuts, he goes, oh, my nuts got twisted. And you go to the hospital. Right. So uh, we had to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because otherwise people think I took you to the hospital for your nuts one I time. I know. Never went to the hospital. Never been to the hospital. Never had a nut injury. It's just right? a bit. Just a bit. All right. But so back to the story, right? According to the Mayo Clinic, testicular torsion occurs most often in males age 12 to 18, often after vigorous activity or injury, right? And so our suspicion, as uh, along with the exposed, exposed Dark Deeds, this Twitter account, is that this kid who the lady said was younger, four to five, we believe that this kid who thinks he's a girl, we don't know. What's the family doing? Are they tucking? Does this kid have cock shame or something? Because, oh, you're a girl, you're a girl, you're a girl. Do you think you play with it a little differently or like put it away or try to- I think it's tucking or maybe some tight underwear to tuck, tucking underwear. Exactly. Target cells. And so, you know, we don't have exact proof of this, but we believe that something happened where the kid was messing around with his junk and got testicular torsion because of weird gender beliefs at age four or five, as this woman said, and lost a testicle because of it. Yep. So, uh, yeah. And then my favorite is this woman acts like she's the hero. Oh, no, this is totally normal. The kid comes in a dress. We need to get him to surgery now. I'm the hero because I recognize this is an abuse. And we're talking about a kid losing a testicle. A kid losing a testicle. So I just wanted to, like, I I like when we find stories like this that we think are unique that uh, we haven't really heard before. So I'm glad we were able to put that in, but- testicular torsion on a four-year-old like uh i don't know and everyone in the zoom going like this bobbleheads needs to be locked up yep prison for life all right don't get too down or too depressed we're moving on to urban decay it's gonna get a little worse yeah all right first part of urban decay we have a goofball section so goofball is a new drug um they're calling it uh this is mostly on the west coast in San Francisco, Portland area and mm-hmm. we have a couple of videos we're going to run through but a goofball which is an accurate name goofball got me acting goofy is a meth and fentanyl cocktail found more streak- frequently on the streets of San Francisco, right? It makes you go like this. It makes you act all goofy. <laughs> Here's this guy. He's being goofy. And then there's another guy. He's being goofy, too. This one. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's the same guy. Same guy, just being goofy at a different... (laughs) He gets even goofier. He keeps getting goofy. And here's number two. (laughs) He's goofy. He's goofy as well. It might be that fentanyl. Yeah. And the fentanyl comes here across the border through the illegals. The whole show ties together. Of course. It's all one thing. It's all one thing, which is neglect of American principles, honor, integrity. So the illegals come. They give the fentanyl to someone who cooks it up, puts it into goofballs, gives it to these guys. They start getting goofy. And then the illegal who's here now gets free health care and then mandatory gender reassignment surgery. Exactly. And the cartel killed George Floyd. Yeah. It wasn't Derek Chauvin. It was the cartel. You look at the video. That's not even that. Derek Chauvin wasn't even there. All right, so what lessons are we taking away? Um, There's always a new cocktail coming up, and goofballs are one to watch out for. I personally think if you see someone going like that, 
on the street, you should see a paddy wagon come up with an old school 1950s wow, wow, siren. Yeah, Not the loud shit. It's a Not, goofball paddy yeah, wagon. It's a goofball paddy wagon. They take them away and you never see that guy again. You know? Where do they take him? I don't know. We got he's, he's being too goofy for society. <laughs> he was a little goofy for society, but I like that idea where it's the old school paddy wagon, which doesn't have the, bl- you know how sometimes an ambulance comes up and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's so loud. I like the old school low one and take him away, you know? Yep. And then here's a guy who was mad at someone who's maybe on goofballs, but maybe just a regular street rat smoking crack. But here's how he handles it. Handles it well. Yeah. And I think this is the only way. To handle it. If you have this energy when you approach a street rat, they'll listen because they're they're in animal brain mode and yeah. they'll just recognize kind of authority in tone and you can kind of send them away from your store. This what you fucking out here doing? This what you out here doing? Huh? This what you out here doing? Get the fuck from in front of this store for a stomp of fucking hole in your ass. Pull your pants up, nasty. <laughs> Pull your pants up, nasty. That's how you deal with it. They like that. <laughs> hey, what, when you walk up to someone and they go, <laughs> like, dude, and crack smoke is coming out of their mouth. Yeah. I had secondhand crack smoke once in LA. Wow. There was a street rat and I was walking and he turns and goes, and he blew it right in my face and it smelled, it tasted like. Like Windex, like if, yeah. you, if you lit Windex on fire in like a pipe, it smelled. It tasted like that. It tasted like chemicals. All right, good to know. But I didn't even get that fucked up. So that tone, some light threats, you know? Yeah, I don't know. That, well, they they only respond to like the threat of force, or like they don't respond to like light incentives that are currently being implemented from like the city of Los Angeles or something. They respond to like street justice, and that's yeah. it. So, so if you have the energy of someone willing to commit street justice. They'll listen. They'll listen. Oh, yeah. They want to keep getting fucked up. Yeah. All right. Let's they go want to- that next goofball. <laughs> yeah. They need it. They can't get that goofball if they get fucked up. All right. There's a woman who had something stolen from her that was very hard to steal, you'd think. I'm home and my driveway's gone. What used to be a concrete slab outside 1438 Bethesda Street is now a patch of dirt that she didn't ask for. Someone took her driveway as she was trying to get ready for Christmas. Of all the things that you worried about getting stolen, did you think the driveway was one of them? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, thinking outside the bun. Catalytic converters, easy, you know? Wallets, purses, easy. Stealing a driveway, that's yeah. a heist. That's a different level heist, right? You can't have nothing. You, you can't even play defense against that. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Chain it up? Chain up to the concrete? Like, you can't. That's so, pretty impressive. Yeah. If someone wants it, they're going to get it. If you think big enough, you can do it. Yeah. All right. Let's start going down this list. We have people who were thinking big as well. Okay. This lady got married at a venue she didn't pay for. It's kind of like a little bit of reading, but it's very much worth it. All right. So this post is from the Mansion Society Indie. It said, hi, all happy holidays. Today, 1231, we had an odd eventful day at Mansion that we feel we need to share. As most of you know, we're a small owned business and we do our best to provide the best service to all. Today, while our staff was expecting a normal Sunday, we noticed a downpour of patrons walking in. Soon enough, there was a full bridal and groomsman party, a wedding officiant, wedding photographers, and patrons leaving personal items, including wedding gifts, coats, purses, all throughout the coffee shop as they took over. This is a coffee shop. A beautiful bride walked in and process, and process, they meant proceeded, 
to have a wedding ceremony with zero knowledge to us. We book for private events and are proud to host uh, bridal and baby showers, engagement shoots, parties, and all sorts of private events. We were taking orders, slinging drinks, and we couldn't stop a wedding ceremony midway. The social media backlash could have been cancel-worthy if spun the right way. Our shock froze us in the moment. In our email response to the bride, we break down what her party did. With love and respect, the Mansion Society team. So this small business is describing a group of people who came in one by one and proceeded to just have an entire wedding in the coffee shop without contacting anybody. Yeah. An officiant, a groom, a bride, the groomsmen, the bridesmaids, everybody. Um, so this was like, they didn't want to get canceled, which was weird. I like, I'd be like, what the hell is happening here? You know, if yeah, I was a no small one's business. Allowed in. So but they kind of said they were shocked, right? And they said that if spun the right way, it could be cancel worthy to throw someone out who had your, who took over your venue without renting it. Mm -hmm. And then they released a picture of the bride and groom and it's a black wedding. It's an all black wedding. And that's why they were scared to not let these black people have a free wedding in their venue space without paying for it because they would have been canceled and called racist maybe yeah, pretty much the social media blacklash is what they say for like we can't tell a black person no and then they asked for $200 after the fact and she, then didn't get it she goes yes the post has reached the bridal party in question the bride the bride to be specific she reached out via email offering a $200 donation we have sent a reply and in full transparency we will we'll be posting our response um, and this place asked for $500 at least. And then the bride was like, what? 500. So it's, you just had a full wedding without booking it. And it's probably like a thing where they think like, well, this is what white people be doing. Yeah. White privilege. You get a free wedding. I don't it's really like, know what the thought was. It was just an absolute heist. Um, and you know, they, they basically steamrolled some, some hipster type coffee shop, uh, with their yeah. wedding and Hey. Didn't have to pay a fee. Like right? I said, we don't want to pay a venue fee. Like I said. So the heists are getting weird. Uh, this counts as looting. Yeah, that's a looting. That's You looted you could, a wedding you could, venue. You could loot a Target and steal a bunch of stuff, or you could steal a wedding venue for a wedding day. It's the same thing. It's looting. Steal a driveway, steal a wedding venue, all right? Yep. And then we have a next clip which is kind of in line with that as well. Someone stealing things in an inappropriate way. You wouldn't expect. Yeah. Macaroni salad. No, I'll get it myself. Macaroni salad. Similar to the prank where they were licking the ice cream and putting it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like um, the this is a black privilege situation mm. where anti-social black youths are trying to figure out what the line is that they can get away with. I agree with that. And it's kind of like, you know, can I grab macaroni salad with my hands and not get in trouble? Can I steal a bunch of Jordans from Foot Locker and not get in trouble? Can I steal a bitch's driveway yeah. and not get in trouble? Can yeah. I steal a wedding venue and not get in trouble? Can I plagiarize and get into be the president of Harvard and not get in trouble? There's and a like, few yeses on that list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like a line. Those it's are like, inbounds. What's the actual line? Because it's not law. It's not social norms. They're trying to figure out an actual line. And it's a group that usually says that white privilege is a huge problem and white people can do whatever they want. That looks like doing whatever you want to me. And I go back and forth on this one. We talked about this one before putting it in urban decay because this is basically the same thing as Jack Doherty doing the yeah. social media shit for clout and whatever. 
But, I mean, it is. You're right. They're trying to find a line. Oh, can we stomp out this white kid at LeBron James school? Yeah, pretty much. And they kind of did. They got yeah. away with that one. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know. It's just part of a broader thing where stealing and uh, crimes are getting weirder and we're exploring where the line is. Yeah, exactly. Which takes us to our next piece. Uh, the, the teacher was called racist. Uh, teacher accused of racism for creating a list of prohibited slang words and phrases for students. And I'm, I'm going to just rattle off some of these. Bruh, standing on business. Ooh-wee, ski-yee, ski-yee. You ate that up. That's cap. What's up, gang? Bet. Oh, my God, Miss T. On God. On my mama. On my dead. Riz. What's up, G-Wade? In the cut with my twin. Just vibe. <laughs> What's up, G-Wade? Can't say that. Can't say that. So, obviously, these are all useless phrases. They're all, like... Verbal ticks that are required that are kids picked up on TikTok, right? Like TikTok ticks, TikTok brain on God, yeah, on God. Riz. It's like basically having Tourette's. It's Gen Z version of Tourette's, Riz. right? Riz, Rizzy, uh, W in the chat, Riz. Um, yeah, and then it kind of makes you wonder what came first. Were these phrases useless, and that's why the teacher wants to get rid of them, or were all the black kids saying this? And the teacher hates black kids and wants them to limit their language. And I'm absolutely positive there's at least some white kids in here, right? Definitely. And also keep in mind, just for a random example, 85% of schools in Baltimore are not proficient in math or reading with 23 schools where there's not one kid in the whole school proficient in math and reading. And then they're going to say, oh, this is racist. This teacher is the problem. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's the time, based on Baltimore and Chicago public schools, I don't think it's the time to listen to black students on what how a classroom should be run. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's kind of like we're, we should be back to the standards time right now. Yeah. Just right now. Exactly. It's not like the guy's saying, hey, no saying adjustable rate mortgages in my class. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you to learn about that, so you stay in <laughs> Section 8 housing. Exactly. Exactly. It's <laughs> not That like, would be racist, I guess. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Never read the fine print. You can't. No fine print. <laughs> but just sign it. Yeah. Just just sign it. The, <laughs> Whenever know, you it, get a contract, you sign it. If you rates go up, you can renegotiate. Um, but yeah, no, exactly. These are verbal ticks. I see this nothing more as like... Uh, Verbal diarrhea and useless verbiage. And so it's like, what should you be doing in school? Expanding the words you use and figuring out new ways to create sentences that were finding a particular vocabulary word that fits exactly what you want to say instead of kind of what you want to say. Yeah. I mean, it's not that crazy. Twitter went nuts. One of these said this was like the most racist thing I've seen recently, and it had 200,000 likes. Mm -hmm. So they really love seeing and finding racism. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to tell the when me and you went to uh, Amarillo, Texas, and we went to that club? Oh yeah, there was a country like a country line dancing club that me and Fleckus went to on Amarillo, Texas, when uh, we were driving out to L.A. for a road trip once upon a time, and uh, it was just no do rags, no flat brims, no sagging pants, no wife beaters, <laughs> no this, and it was like basically just no zero black culture, zero black people allowed yeah. in here, and I hope they're still doing it. Because yeah, you, that's your right. You're allowed to have standards. If you're a business, you're allowed to have a specific type of thing you don't want. Same with the teacher. And then that's not saying that certain people can't come because if you're a well-to-do person who is black, who doesn't have sagging pants and a in a in a flat brim hat and a wife beater, come on in and line come dance. Come on in and line dance, buddy. You get the culture. You're part of it. Yep. So people will jump to say, oh, that's racist. But it's like, well, why do why do black people have to sag their pants? Yeah. Why are you attributing 
like a negative quality and saying, oh, it's okay because it's, it's black people. You sh- people shouldn't have their pants sagging down. Yep. People shouldn't be wearing hats inside and wearing a and, wife beater to a club. And that's just one guy's opinion, but unfortunately, that one guy owns the establishment. So the establishment. you kind of got to play by his rules, right? Yep. All right. Don't get too down or too depressed. Moving on to uplifting gold. We're in the final stretch here on the show. The first two clips are improvements to jobs that make things better. The first guy invented a chair for haircuts. I really like stuff like this, guys. Patented. Look at that. He wants to sell it to people. And then you just cut the hair like that. You don't have to stand up all the time. I like it. I like stuff like that. And then he goes up and down. It can support his weight. Uplifting gold. That's uplifting, baby. Next is the guy who's icing up beers. I like stuff like this because people take their jobs seriously. This, this makes it nice. And then you go get a beer and look what it looks like. It looks so nice. Wouldn't you want to like grab a ice cold beer that's covered in ice like that? These are the commercial beers. This is what you see in a commercial. So respect to that. That's uplifting. Love to see people taking their jobs seriously. Not just saying, oh, I work at the store and I only get paid $10 an hour. I ain't doing that. Oh, I'm just I'm just checking in and checking out. As soon as the clock goes 6 o'clock, I leave. Not good. Um, sure. Let's go up uh, messing with guy in store. This is funny. Question is, what's one of your biggest achievements you earned in life? One of my biggest achievements, I would say, was... I was working in um, the manufacturing. Boring. Fuck y'all niggas. (laughs) (laughs) He just starts laughing back. That's how you deal with it. That's how you handle it. That's funny shit. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's go to the kid. It's a good bit. It doesn't hurt anybody. You're not doing anything crazy. uh, He says, fuck y'all. He Um, he rolls off. And he rolls off and everyone's laughing. Uh, Let's go to the person who gives iced coffee to their mom and she's excited about it. It takes so little to make my mom happy. This is just an iced coffee. Watch. The salt chili cheese coney is now just $1.99. That's right. You just make someone's day with something easy. That's nice. Isn't that great? Low effort, high yield. All you had to do was pour it in, add some ice. Smart. You got mom cracking up. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's go to the national anthem. Junior USA team singing the national anthem. Love to see it. beat sweden and the boys are singing and they're happy and everyone in the crowd is happy and america's the best feels good you don't see that at sporting events anymore yep and then uh should we end on the final piece or should we end on that 
Let's end on that. I think it's good to end on that. Yeah. So there's a couple of clips that we didn't get to that we're obviously going to get to in bonus land. If you remember, FluxusTalks.com is the website. Another Fluckus Talks in the books. Thank you guys for watching. Please like, share, subscribe, all the good stuff. FluckusMerch.com for the best merch in the game. FluckusTalks.com for bonus land, which is dropping right now. 30-minute bonus episode that comes out after every one of our public episodes. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you on Friday. My grandma paid me by the pound. Boring. Fuck y'all niggas.